Father, we thank you for this time, Lord, that you're alive and real. Father God, we thank you for your blood. We thank you for rivers of living water that are going to flow out of your off your out of your throne today, God, through your vessels, Father God, into our ears, oh God, L living water, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation to rest upon us, Father. Father, we ask you to put unction on the words that you bring forth today, Father God, delivering the captives, setting them free, Father God, giving us the revelation of who and what you are and what you have for us, Father God, as we feast on the tree of life today, as we feast on life, Father God, we will eat the lamb today. We will feast on his flesh and drink his blood. Father, we thank you that you are the life. Jesus, you are the light of the world. You are the life of the world. You are in you and you are the center of life. Everything revolves around you. Father, we thank you that you've given us access to eat from the from life today in Jesus' mighty name. Today's message is called What Tree Are You Eating From? I'm going to read, lay a foundation, so it's going to be a little bit of reading, a couple pages here of Scripture. But that's what we're going to do. Genesis 2, 7 through 10. And the the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. God breathed the breath of life and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden and there he put the man whom he had formed. He formed Adam the man and put him in the garden. And out of the ground made the Lord grow every tree that was pleasant in His sight and good for food and the tree and good for food and the tree of life also. The tree of life was also. He made the other trees, but the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. The tree of life. Who is life? What is life? Just remember that all day today. Who is life? What is life? And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. There he put the tree of life in the midst of the garden. And there was all the other trees that were good for food, we'll see. And then the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge of good and evil. It wasn't a good evil tree. It was the knowledge of good and evil, the knowing of right and wrong, the knowledge of good and evil. And the river went out of Eden, and the water of the garden then forced became and parted and became into foreheads. And God watered it with rivers, so the, these trees were sitting next to rivers where the roots would, 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 because back then there was not rain yet, there was a mist that would go on, that would water things, and God put a mist on the earth. Genesis 2, now we're going to jump to verse 15, from 10 to 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. So Adam was like a gardener. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Every tree he can eat from. And the tree of life as well. But the tree, but the tree, he's telling the man, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat it, for in that day that you eat, you shall surely die. So when he ate that, when they ate that later, death entered in. But you see, he didn't die right away, but he was no longer eternal. He was no longer going to live forever. He was no longer being able to eat from the tree of life anymore. No more tree of life. You'll see it and as I read this, the tree of life will, will be cut off from them. From them both. And he said, And the Lord God said, It is not good for a man should be alone. I will make him, 
a helpmate for him. So he made man, and then he's saying it's not good for man to be alone. But he wasn't really alone. He, he was with God, but he's talking about on the earth. And Genesis 2, now let's go to Genesis 2, 21 through 25. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept in. He didn't form now Eve out of the ground too. He took her out of him. And he took one of his ribs and closed up his flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made he a woman and brought her unto man, unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man she wasn't made as another creature she was taken out of man so god adam was made in the image of god so god has the attributes of male and female but god is not a man or a woman he's a he's spirit but he said that we're made in the image of god so when you see a perfect man and woman you see the nature of god so you see that god took out the, the female part, all those attributes, and gave it and made them different, but equal in the sense of being human beings, but he made them different in their functions and their parts and what they did. So Adam was no longer alone, but he didn't just create now a woman. He, he took that out, and the two are still one, but he took them apart. And then we know the, what happened after that. They started to multiply. But there was only one that God made was Adam. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife, and the two shall become one. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. In other words, they didn't know it was wrong or right. They did not know good or evil. They just were free. They were free, and they also were in relationship with God and one another, and there was no sin at that point. So, we see this, that they were both naked, and they did not realize that it was wrong to be naked. And we see here, too, that later on Paul talks about, but I'm not speaking of, of these Adam and Eve and the two shepherds. I'm speaking about Christ and the church. So we go deeper into the revelations of what the whole Bible is pertaining to. It's about we were taken out of God and now we are being put back together and becoming one through Jesus Christ and His blood. So let's go to Genesis 3 for the sake of the foundation of this message. Now the serpent was more subtle than the beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And He said unto the woman, See, right there, it goes right to that. God never even told the woman. He told Adam. Adam was responsible to cover his wife. So Adam was supposed to tell her what not to do and what to do. And in that, I believe Adam could have, could have spoke for her if she didn't, but he did it too. So when he did it, then the sin fell upon them both at the same time. Now the serpent more subtle, and he said unto the woman, Has God said, You shall not eat of every tree in the garden? And we don't know if God might have told her, but what we're just saying what we know that is written right here. But, if, but if, if not, if that's all that happened, then Adam must have told her, because we know that she had to know that to be sin, because if, to know what God says and not to do it would not be sin. So she had the commandment some way, either from Adam or from God, it doesn't say but she knew. And the woman said unto the serpent, Why, why may I eat? Uh, we, may not, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die, for God does know that the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. And you shall be as gods, little g's, and knowing good and evil. Knowing good and evil. 
And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and in other words she was tempted by the lust of the eyes and the tree she desired to make would make one wise she took of the fruit and did eat and gave unto her husband with her and he did eat and their eyes were both open and they knew that they were naked right away they knew that they were naked so right away their freedom was taken away real freedom not what the world says that we're going to we're going to make our mind reprobate from what's right or wrong and we'll do whatever we want and call it freedom and be rebelling against anything no real freedom like purity of freedom purity of not even you cannot even do wrong until you, that was the only thing they could do wrong in the garden was eat that tree there's only one thing they could have done wrong and God knew they would do it that's why God put the tree there and God made Satan fall because he wanted man to have a choice the whole thing is God's plan ultimately he knew that they would that the, the temptation of the flesh would would eventually um, in the, in putting the putting the enemy in the garden to beguile them and tempt them he had a plan. He, he could have just destroyed it and started over. But we know that's not what this message is about. But right here and now, we see that their eyes were open. They knew. Who told them that being naked was wrong? Was it the serpent? No, they knew now. Because now they have a conscience. All of a sudden, the conscience that they had was, was the mind of Christ they had was the consciousness of God. Now... They were separated from God and they were sin conscious. They were earthly conscious. They were no longer heavenly beings. They were no longer connected to God in a, in a realm of being free and being clothed in the glory. Now they're being going to be clothed with the elements of the world, with the things of the garden. And eventually God kills an animal to cover them knowing that it has to be by sacrifice. But they right away take the fig leaves and cover their shame so right away they're going to know and that's how we live today in the world but god wants us to live in real freedom and we can do that because of the cross but this message is about what tree are you eating from and the woman and then the eyes of them were open and they sewed fig leaves together and aprons and they heard and and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. So we know they didn't drop dead. It wasn't a poisonous tree. It was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So what, what died? Eternal life. Their relationship with God. What died was their freedom. What died was the glory of God clothing them. What died was their connection to life. They would have never died. And that's why now we feast on Jesus and we'll never die. The second death. And he heard the Lord walking in the cool of the garden of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God said unto Adam, said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. Remember he was talking to Adam before? He was naked. He didn't have any, any shame, any guilt, right? That's where it entered into sin, right there. And he said, who told you that you were naked? And now has, has thou eaten the tree, wherefore I commanded thee that I should not eat? And the man said, the woman whom thou gavest me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what hast thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent. See, all of a sudden, in sin, we always want to blame other people. He was blaming Eve, and then Eve was blaming the devil. And it goes on and on. Because thou hast done this, you're cursed above all the cattle, and all the, the serpent will be cursed above all the beasts of the field, and upon thou shalt go, and thou shalt eat dust the days of your life. And I will put enmity between the thee and the woman, and between the seed and her seed, and bruise the heel, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow in the conception and sorrow, and thou shalt bring forth children, and thou desire shall be thy husband. And that, 
Thou, thy desire shall be thy husband, and that shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened to, your, to, to the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, which I command you not to, you sh that you shall not eat, cursed is the ground for the sake, and sorrow shall thou eat all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles, remember thorns and thistles, shall bring forth thee, and thorns and thistles you shall bring forth, and thou shalt eat the herbs of the field, and the sweat from that face, of, and, the, and thou eat bread, until thy return unto the ground, until you die, until your body expels and returns back to dust. For thou hast taken, for the dust thou art come from, and the dust shall return. And Adam called his wife, his name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And unto Adam he and his wife did, and they made coats, and they clothed them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man become as one of us, to know good and evil. And to know lest put forth thy hand and take also and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground when she was taken and drove the man placed to the east and he protected the tree of life now from them to touch and eat because the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil now they're just eating from all the in the sinful place of the east of the garden the cherubims and flaming swords turned every way to keep the way and protect the tree of life so nobody could go to the tree of life anymore because of Adam and Eve who is the tree of life now who is life now it's Jesus And what is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil basically produces fear. And what does the tree of life produce? Faith. Life is faith. Faith in eternal life. Jesus is faith. The kingdom of God is faith. And the kingdom of the devil and kingdom of darkness is fear. And fear brings torment. The devil uses torment to, and bondages to keep you in fear, afraid of everything. Afraid of speaking in public. Afraid of doing this. Afraid of doing that. Afraid of facing people, afraid of telling the truth, afraid of confessing your faults, afraid of being seen uh, in a bad way, afraid of um, being exposed, um, all these things. That's why they hid, in, they hid in the fig leaves and they hid because they were what? All of a sudden they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because they were afraid now. Where did fear come from? From the knowledge of knowing good and evil. So why do we think we always got to know good and evil all the time when all we really need to know is Him? What are, what are people really preaching in the church? Because even though we know evil, we don't have to know all about evil. We just have to know it's evil. Why do we have to get dig, dig, dig into all these things and become the Satan's puppets or prophets in the church or on social media to work for the devil? I'm hoping this message will help a lot of people because a lot of people think because there's a book of Revelation that reveals the death of the devil, the destruction of the enemy, and the victory in Jesus Christ, that they have to focus now on what the devil's plans for doom is. And then in that, putting the knowledge of feeding people from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil instead of feeding them from the tree of life. If you are a minister of Jesus Christ, you're a minister of reconciliation. You are a minister of life. We're not to be ministers of two different trees. Oh, today we're going to talk about evil for three days and focus on evil, because eventually what's going to happen? Evil is going to be exalted. We must focus on faith, truth, and love. And we're going to show, I'm going to show you in the scriptures. Let's go and into this whole message with an open mind because many of you are going to see a lot of people that are doing these types of things. It's one thing, we do that. We'll, show, we'll, 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 we'll share things right away to get a little knowledge, but then we just pass it away because we got to know basically what's going on. We don't want to be ignorant of the enemy's devices, but we don't want to focus on or prophesy continuously for the devil. And that's why everyone thinks 
they have a ministry because they get all this knowledge of doom and gloom and they believe that they just because they know things and they're supposed to warn people but the warning in Ezekiel when it said if you don't warn the people it was about going to hell and repenting and 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 receiving Jesus and keeping your eye on him it wasn't a warning of everything that's going to come it's a warning that what's going to come if you don't eat from the tree of life See how things get twisted still? Satan's still twisting Christians because of pride. And then I was seeing all these things come in the last week about these, these shoes from Nike, right? Oh, yeah. So everyone saw them, right? So a lot of people. So isn't it funny that two weeks ago in Brazil, God has me before I ever saw any of that, preach to the body of Christ, but your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel. They're shod with the, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, that, we are, that our feet are ready to run the race set before us. And if you haven't listened to that message, listen to it. But isn't it funny that that comes, that the enemy always comes after, but God already knows what the enemy is going to plan, but he always is first. Your feet are shod. And, and it's so funny that all of these types of industries come against all this different hate. But who is the author of hate? It's the devil. So how can you be, um, think that you're going to be uh, sticking up for different uh, um, hate, uh, type of hateful things, like eventually they're going to say Christians are hateful because they don't agree with what they say or they, they judge or whatever. But it's so easy to recognize. You don't need to keep telling people. See, that's the whole thing about eating from the tree. We that know and have the truth, we know what's truth and that. We don't have to blast it all over the place. We know because we know Him. So, why do we have to advertise for the devil? We already know what the Bible says. And we already know what the devil is doing because he's always trying to get to us. These people cannot even be told this is the Spirit of God and this is the Spirit of the age. What spirit are you representing? They're so full of pride. The last generation has such a root of pride of rebellion even in the church setting and social media, social media is actually exposing them all and they don't even realize it because the devil convinces them that what they're doing is actually helping people. But what they're doing is prophesying for the devil. They're prophesying the plans of the devil. God exposes the plans of the devil in Revelation, but He doesn't say that we have to all the time. That's not our job. And I'm going to show you. The father of pride makes them messengers of fear instead of prophets of faith. The Holy Spirit makes us messengers of faith. The Holy Spirit is our guide and teacher. In James 1, 2-22, let's read what it says here. My brother, count it all joy when you fall in diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, not the trying of your fear, the trying of your faith works patience. But let patience, didn't say let fear or even let faith, but it says let patience have its perfect work, that you made perfect and entire, whole and wanting nothing. And if any man lack, what does he ask? Lacking wisdom, wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and braideth not. And it shall be given him, right there you need faith, it shall be given him. You don't have to wonder, oh, do I, am I going to know what God's wisdom is? He says he's going to give it. And without faith, you can receive nothing from God. So you have to have faith. When you have fear, God, God's far away. When you have faith, He's right there. But let us ask in faith, nothing wavering. for he, Because when you're in fear, you begin to waver. Nothing wavering. He that wavers like the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not the man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable 
and all those reasons. So you can't eat from the tree of knowledge and good and evil seven hours a day, then go home and prayer meeting in an hour at night and read your Bible in the morning, whatever, and all day be eating from the other tree and think you're not going to be unstable. You need to eat from one tree all the time. The tree of life. Jesus. You eat His flesh and drink His blood. He's not a tree, but He is life. And the tree of life represented God's life on the earth, what we eat as people. Did Adam had all dominion in the garden and do whatever he wanted. He lost his authority, but Jesus came back to give us back authority, to give us back life, and to give us back relationship, everything. But right now, the thing is, we can still eat from both trees because now we're in the cursed world, but we also can hide ourselves in Christ and, and sit under that, that tree, which is Jesus, and eat from Him and eat and sup at His table or, as Paul says in Corinthians, uh, can you, do you eat at the table of devils and the table of the Lord? The table of fear is the table of devils. Whether you, you make it look good or make it look righteous or make it look like you're trying to get people to know what's going on, people don't really need to know what's going on if they know Him. If God wants to tell them something, He will. Yep. And when He tells them something, they don't need to go telling every people be fear for it. It's for revealing. God is a God of revelation. Not information. The world, the devil, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil operate from information. God operates by revelation and truth. There can be truth in the knowledge of good and evil because, it's, it's, yeah, that's evil. That's true. The devil operates in truth too, but not in revelation of the truth. We must be operating from revelation of the truth of the word. The blindness is unstable, and the brother of low degree rejoice that you are that he is exalted. But the rich, but he that but the rich, in that he is made low, because the flower of the grass that passes away for the sun, and the flower also falleth, and the great and the grace of the fashion of it perish. Also said the rich man fade in his ways. Blessed is the man that endures temptation. It doesn't say you will not be tempted. That endures temptation for he that is he's tried. He shall receive a crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let no man say he's tempted, for I am tempted of God. He's saying, don't ever say I'm tempted, or God show me all this evil and wants. No, God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempt he any man with evil. It's written right here by James. But every man, when he is tempted, he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. And then when lust has conceived, in other words, when they begin to eat it, digest it, take it in, receive it, the, the enemy's plans, the enemy, what the enemy wants to do, the temptation that the enemy's trying to give them, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the fruit, whatever it might be, that the enemy's trying to give, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it bring, finishes, brings forth death. What is the knowledge of good and evil? It's basically almost the law. It's the tree in the garden that is under the law now. That tree put them under the law. Because now, when did the law start? After the fall of man. There was no law in the garden. The law was, there was no law because there was, it was perfect. There was no sin. There was nothing, right? Do not err, my beloved. Every good gift and perfect gift comes from above and comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variable of turning, neither shadow of turning. Of His own will begot us the word of truth, that we should be the first kind of first fruits of His creature, to be like Christ, to be like the tree of life now, walking trees among the world, right? Therefore, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear, Slow to speak and slow to be angry. Slow to wrath. The wrath of man worketh not unto the righteousness of God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and supposedly of naughtiness. Receive the meekness of the engrafted word, which is life. He said, my, Jesus said, These are my words are life, which are able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the words of life. You have to do it. And not hearers only deceiving your own self. So people hear, oh yeah, but you know, we, we got to say this. We got to do this. Can I eat? Can I eat from two trees and live? Are we messengers of faith? If faith saves us and brings life, what does fear do? 
kills us, and brings death. Can a fig tree produce thorns and thistles? Right? We're called to bear fruit. Right? Or we're not called to thorns and tell everyone and tell everyone about all the thorns and thistles of the devil, of the curse. Genesis 3, 17-18, And he said unto Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree which I commanded that, cursed is the ground for your sake, and sorrow shall you eat in the days. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat of the earth field. Then Jesus comes in the New Testament and begins to tell us about us bringing forth fruit or false prophets bringing forth gathering figs and thistles. Right? Can a bramble bush bring uh, and, and thistles produce fruit? No. Luke 6, 43-45 For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by its fruit. For, for of thorns men do gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather they grapes. A good man out of the good treasure, out of faith in his heart, out of prophesying Jesus, out of bringing life, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. That which is good. And an evil man... Out of the evil treasure, and we know that many Christians aren't evil. They're just being deceived out of fear. They're operating in fear. They're in fear. They think you need to be in fear. If you're not in fear, you must have your head stuck in the sand. You don't know what's going on. No, no. We've learned to come above the storm. We've learned to sleep in the boat. We've learned to put our mind on things above. Which that's what the whole thing about is losing this life to gain life is all about. Not to be living in fear all the time for what is to come on the earth. So right now it's said, for thorns do gather the bramble bush and they graves. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, an evil man out of the treasure his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart. So if you're full of fear, that's all that's going to come out of your mouth. So let us be in faith. Let us be in faith. Fear of this, fear of that, fear of plagues, fear of virus, fear of sickness. This is going to be way worse and worse. God is with us. God is protecting us. Have faith. And if you die, good, you're in glory and eternal life. What's your problem? Unless you're fearing that you don't really know Him. If you're not eating from the tree of life, you will live in fear and not even know that you have eternal life. So, out of the good treasure of forth, bring forth evil. In the abundance of heart, the mouth speaks. In the mouth preach, or in the mouth we can say types now because of social media. But at the same time, we are called to produce fruit and righteousness. Why would Christians continuously prophesy the devil's plans? God showed me three reasons. Rejection. They show people things and they don't want to hear them. And their pride. And then pride. Oh, no one's listening. And they have to. And fear. They're just fear. And they don't understand why people aren't fearing because they're, they're in fear. And they think something's wrong with you. If you're not in fear, then they think because you're not in fear, you might not know. But you know, but you're coming above because fear is of the devil and darkness. So that's what knowledge is. The more I know about bad, bad's going to be in my mind and thinking. The more I know about good, the more my mind's going to be at peace. We're, we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Jesus knew all good and evil, but he did not live in fear. So what does knowledge do? We, we know in the Bible, it says knowledge, knowledge puff it up. So their pride, because of all the things they know, and then, and then well, he's a preacher, he's a, he, he doesn't know that, but you know, we do know most of all that, but we're not, we're not baiting into it, we're not feeding it, we're not trying to resend your messages or like it because we don't want to pay attention and give the, the devil any glory. And then your pride, since we don't know it, but we know a lot more than you even think, and you, we've known some of those things a long time ago, and now you get this, you get on these, on these uh, soapbox things with all this stuff, and you think, "Oh my God!" And then the Satan comes in, and you think, "The devil's, the world's going to end tomorrow." Practically, you see what they're doing is screaming all the things, getting angry because they see, and they think everybody's sleeping, or they say. Oh, the sheep are just dumb. They don't care. They need to care. Hey, you need to know this. And you're like, we know that. It's in the Bible. 
But 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 this is the actual yeah. Well, you know how much stuff is that is is added into it? How much of its information? How much? Yeah, okay. There's forty percent truth there, but what about the other sixty percent? So you want me to eat that? I'm not gonna eat it. Oh, you have to, you need to know this. No, I don't, because God's I don't have peace about it. We're not ignorant of Satan's devices. We're just not going to eat it. There's a difference between ignorant of Satan's devices and feasting and meditating on the plans of the devil. I mean, I've heard the mark of the beast is 20 million things since I became a Christian. And every, every new election, a whole new thing comes out anyway about, especially when one side wins and all that. It's already, it's over. But you know what? We know it's over because he's going to show us the days and the hour. And when he comes, we're going to see him. If he finds faith in us when he comes. James 4, 4 through 8 says, You adulterous, adulterous, you know that the friendship with the world, well, who's the prince of the air? Who is the god of this world? It's Satan. He's, he has been given dominion after the fall to deceive mankind. And give, so basically, it says in there, so to be a friend of his prophecies, to be a friend and to, to re to produce him and to speak for him like social media does and, and these newscasters and all that. Of course, there's always going to be some truth. The devil knows the truth too, but he twisted. He knew the truth in the garden when he spoke to, e to, to, to Eve. He, he, he was, but he, then he, but he lied about it. He says, you surely won't die. So he says, yeah, you're going to die. But you, she didn't understand the mystery of death then. And then when she didn't die and, 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 or she believed him, she believed the lie. And when we believe a lie, there is no truth in a lie. Jesus is all truth. The tree of life is all truth. There's no, li there's no some truth and, no, and some lies and some information. It's all revelation. When we eat the tree and eat him, we, we know more of God and we know God, which humbles us. Information and knowledge makes us prideful. That's why the world is so prideful. Scientists are so prideful. They laugh at Christians because the, the foolish, they think they know everything, but in the end, they realize that they're all messed up. And he says this, Friendship of the world is an enemy God. Do you think the Scripture saith in vain, the Spirit that dwells in us lusts to envy, but giveth more grace, where we say God resists the proud and gives grace to them, gives revelation to them, gives eternal life to them, gives to eat of the tree of life to the humble. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil. Didn't say prophesy the devil, fear the devil. He says resist him. Ignore him. Stay away from him. When he comes with his news reports, give him the word of God back. Give him the, his, his end time plan back and he'll stop talking to you because he doesn't want to hear God's prophecies. He wants you to reiterate what he wants everyone, because he wants everybody in fear. And if he can get you as a Christian to begin to speak for him, then he's got someone working for him as a double agent. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands and sinners, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. We need to be single-minded. The Bible says to be single-minded, be stable in all that you do. Keep your eyes set on him, be like dove's eyes, Focused on the one, the narrow way. He is the door to life. There's not six doors. There's one door and we keep, our, we keep walking forward and looking unto Him. The author and finisher of our faith. And He is the one. The only one we need to eat from. If we eat from all these other things, it's okay to get to a little bit. But when you feast on it, meditate constantly, the enemy comes in and you do not have any peace. I don't care. You will not have peace because fear and peace do not, do not mix together. We're resisting his fear. It's not that we have our heads in the sand. It's that we have our mind on things above. You either are dining with the prince of peace or you're being tossed to and fro by the prince of the air. That's what it is. There's just two. And they're always being, oh, it was this and lie this and now it's this and now it's that. Now it's this. Some of them might be true, but it doesn't matter. Is God going to protect me? Am I on Psalms 91? Am I protected? Is he, am I under his wing? Can I drink any deadly thing and it will not harm me? Or is that just Paul? Did Paul get bit by a snake? And did it kill him? No. So why are we focusing on some chemicals or something? Or somebody doing something? Unless you want to focus and become fearful. Deception is thinking you're doing something right, but you're not. But we know... 
And we know Him, and we know all things. See, we know all things already, but we don't meditate on evil things. We don't eat it, digest it, take it in, and let it become one with us. No, we resist it. We know it, but we block it. We don't receive it. We don't eat it. We eat from the tree of life. My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. That's a strange voice, an evil voice, an evil report. Right? When they went to the land, he said, there are giants in the land. That was an evil report. That's what, that's what um, he said about all the ten other spies. And Joshua Carroll had a right spirit within them because they had faith. The other ten focused on the evil, the bad coming. We can't do this. And the other two focused on, well, but it doesn't matter what's there because God has my back. And, the, and to know way more than in preaching the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because the tree of life knows and sees all things, but lives in the kingdom of God. Not, in, not of the world of knowledge of good and evil. That's not how we live anymore. That's how the world, that's how scientists, we're going to know this is right and, good and we're going to fix everything. You become your own God. That's what... That's what Satan said, you'll be like God. You'll know knowledge in your You'll become your own God because you'll, you'll desire and, and feast after and want and to know good and evil. But what is the world operating in fear? Fear and faith have no, no relationship with one another. Because of the tree of life, we have the kingdom of God. Romans 14, 16 through 18. Let not then your evil be... Be, let, let not your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. But, oh, you know, but when 2021 comes, it's going to change. The Word of God never changes. When Jesus was walking, there was more persecution than ever. The church was not even, they were trying to kill the church before it ever got off the ground. And every one of them, most all, I think they said all but one of them, got martyred. For these are the things that's, that these things serveth Christ as acceptable God and approved of men. They see the snakes, they see the darkness, but they overcome by what? The light. The light. And their lives are no longer theirs. That's us, right? So we rely on the Holy Spirit leading us. Not fear and knowledge. You cannot continue to be led by fear and knowledge. You will not make it. Because that is the works of the flesh. And it brings you back under the law. Moses came with the law with the fall of man. God gave us back us to eat from the tree of life, which is Christ. John 1, 16-17 and of His fullness have we received grace for grace. For the law was given to Moses by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And He's what? He said the Spirit of truth will guide you in all truth. He didn't say, and the, and the Spirit of this world in you. He says, greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. You, when Christians are trying to put both spirits in them, they're, they're being double-minded. Double-minded man is unstable and always receiving nothing from the Lord. So double-minded man means one day you're thinking in faith, one day you're thinking in fear. One time you're thinking everything's going to be okay, the next minute you're like, oh, it's not going to be okay. It's insanity. And they will say, when things are so evil and dark, even the Christians will say, you're insane because don't you see what's going to happen? Yeah, but he's got me. I have to live like it. No matter what, if I live or die, I will serve the Lord. If I live or die... I'm with God. If I live or die, it does not matter because my life is in His hands, not in my own hands anymore. That, that takes it all. That, that, that just, just says, you know what? So when all the bad reports come, you're like, okay, it's getting closer, but that means He's, it's, he's getting closer. Right? It's getting, oh, it's getting, the Antichrist is good. But He said, when you see Him on, then, right? So really don't worry until you see Him sitting in the throne as He is God, as the son of perdition. So, let us 
by the Spirit, saying between information and revelation. See, the world lives by information. We live by revelation. There's a lot of pre teachers and pre-teaching about information, even about their knowledge of information. That's why Paul said, don't talk about genealogies, argue about all these things and philosophies and all these things in the Bible that can cause uh, divisions and cause waste your time. Just focus on eating life. Eating life, no matter how dark it is. How dark it is, just eat, 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 eat his blood, drink his blood and, and eat his flesh. Revelation of Christ is revealing the mysteries. It's revealing life, revealing power, revealing truth, revealing Jesus Christ. The book of Revelations was never meant to glorify the devil. That's what the church has been doing. Or those that call themselves Christians. But to glorify the Lamb who was slain before the foundations of the world, it was a victory declaration of all the tribulation that they were going through then and that the world was going to go through at the end. That's what it is. We turned it into no one wants to read it because it's doom and gloom. No, read it. It says, blessed are them that reads it and understands it. Blessed will you be. But if, you have, if you're eating from the knowledge of good, good and evil, all you're going to see is what Satan shows you in that book. Right. Oh, the mark, the mark, the mark. I'm marked by Christ. Amen. I'm sealed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm not going to take a mark. Oh, but don't let him deceive me. How am I going to deceive me? He's not going to let me if I'm eating him all the time. Right. You think the, what is that? Revelation 1, 2, 3. Let's read it. The revelation of Jesus Christ, the first chapter, the first verse. God gave unto him to show unto you the servants the thing that must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified by his angel unto the servant John, who bore record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and all things he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things that are written there for the time is at hand. And then in the last chapter, it says the same thing. Blessed he that reads this. They started with that and they ended with that. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him. The revelation of Jesus. Not the revelation of the apocalypse. Not the revelation of the doomsday. Not the re revelation of, 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 of tribulation. The revelation of Jesus Christ. So you first got to get your head on right. First to even read something. And then you're going to see it. Because if you don't see it rightly, you're not going to understand it rightly. And there's no really no information in there. It's all revelation. Luke 12, 31-32. But rather seek the kingdom of God, and all things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's Good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What does he say? Fear not. Then he comes right after that and says, It is your Father's good pleasure to give you what? The kingdom of God. What did we just find out the kingdom of God was? Joy, righteousness, and peace. It is your Father's good pleasure to give you joy, righteousness, and peace. So stop eating from the devil's tree. Stop eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and feast on him. And you will enter into his rest. Joy and peace is rest. And in, and in Hebrews chapter 4, it says, Strive to enter into the rest of the Lord. For he rested on the seventh day. Jesus is our rest. Matthew 6, 32-34. I'm almost done. After these things, do the Gentiles seek? Who are the Gentiles? The unsaved, the world. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have needs. But don't seek your needs. Seek His face. That you have need of these things. But seek the kingdom. Of God and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. Do not worry about tomorrow. Jesus was saying that when they were after him to try to put them all on a cross. 
for tomorrow shall have its own thought for itself. Sufficient is the, unto the day is the evil thereof. Don't worry. Eat. What do we, we don't worry about goodness. We only would worry about evil. She said, don't worry about the devil. Worry about the fear of the Lord. Worry about eating him. Worry about, don't worry, but meditate or do that. In other words, if you're going to worry about something, worry about not eating from the tree of life, not something else. And then in Luke 21, 26, said, Men's, and when Jesus comes, says, Men's hearts failing them for fear, looking, feasting, eating from the tree of knowledge, good thing, looking on things to come. See, it's a funny thing because they're looking on things coming on the, on the earth, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Men's hearts fail them for fear. Eating from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil will make your heart fail. So, what is he saying? Don't look on the things coming on the earth. Look above, look to him that's coming from the clouds. Keep your eyes on him. Because you cannot be in fear and faith at the same time. Because then later he says, why would Jesus preach about the victory in our redemption? Satan loses the game. It's over. Even before it started, we have the victory. We see all that's going on, but it doesn't matter. We look to Him. We are not blind. Please do not act like we're blind. We just have eyes on the prize. We live by faith. Faith does not have fear. Fear has torment. Faith is not tormented. Without faith, you cannot please God. There's only one we fear. And that is the one that has the power to put our our, our life, our soul in hell and heaven, of course. So that's a good fear, the fear of the Lord. It isn't an evil fear and a fear of this world. It's a, it's a fear, it's a godly fear. Will, then Jesus says, will I find faith in you when I come? Or will he find fear in you? Stop eating from the tree of information, of the knowledge of good and evil. Because we already know what's evil. Why? Because we're light. We already know what's evil because God put righteousness inside of us. The Holy Spirit's inside of us. We know what not to do and what to do. We don't need to be told, shown all the evil. We know what's evil when we see it. We don't meditate on evil. We meditate. It's, even the Bible says, think on things that are lovely, pure, and of good report. It's even in the New Testament. Think on things that are, meditate on things that are lovely and of good report and purity. Realize in the book of Revelations is the revealing of the church, the Lion of Judah, the victory of the saints. It is written to glorify Jesus. And we have used it to glorify the devil. And so what? Oh, you're going to, oh, this and that, this is that, this is the mark of the beast. It's like, God's going to tell us what to do. I mean, either we know Him, we hear His voice, or we're going to hear your voice, which is a strange voice, and we're not going to follow you. Luke 18, 7-8, and, and shall not God avenge His own elect, which cried day and night, though He bear long with them? I tell you, He will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall He find faith on the earth faith is not on the earth unless it's in people because it's the Holy Spirit he knows he's here and fear is on the earth or will he find fear will he find faith in you or will he find fear in you? if you keep eating from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil he's going you know, to find something and that's why we have this prayer everybody can stand up And he says, well, we pray this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. And thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day your daily bread, not fruit from the knowledge of tr the tree of good and evil. I'm not going to feed people. We're not, here to, we're not called to be messengers to feed people the knowledge of good and evil. And that's why everyone's focusing on everybody's sin instead of focusing on Jesus, which will, will, which will wash away our sins and change us. So we're always worried about everybody else doing wrong 
if we just worry about what we need to do right, things will be better in our life. And that's why he talks about the, I can go on all, all different messages out of this, out of the beam in your eye and take this, because he knows you're focused on the people, you're not going to see what you need to focus on yourself. And forgive us our debts as we forget our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. There it is. Pray, deliver me from evil, God. Either he's going to answer your prayers or not. He just said right above that, the Father knoweth the things that we have need of. All you have to do is ask him. Well, if you're in fear, you won't believe that. So you'll start believing that, what the enemy says. And once you start eating that, you become what you eat. And that saying's been said in the world, like, you are what you eat. But in the, in the spiritual realm, you are what you eat. You eat fear, you'll be fearful. You eat faith, you'll become faithful. Because we are eating the bread of life, not the bread or the fruits of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that only bring forth thorns and thistles. We eat the tree of life that bring forth the fruits of now the Holy Spirit, which is joy, righteousness, um, um, temperance, been a while since I read them. What are the other ones? Long suffering. Long suffering. Long suffering. That's when, you know, when evil comes at you and you long suffering, love somebody. Love, kindness. kindness, meekness, temperance, all those. There they go. You got to get the little Bible school uh, rhythm going, then you can remember them. <laughs> anyway, these are the fruits that life produces and patience, right? And love. And faith is one of those fruits too. So, Father, we thank you and forgive us our trespasses. And your Heavenly Father will forgive you. Forgive us our debts and we forgive our debtors. Deliver us, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That is the power, because you have the power, not me. I cannot deliver myself from getting the mark of the beast. Only you can, God. Look to Him. He's your, ha, ha, ha. How, how much are you going to store up? How, how many years are you going to hide out in a cave before the food runs out or gets rotten Till you got to come out and depend on God one day? You don't know nothing because knowledge is always wrong. Because knowledge is always changing. Science is always, to them, improving, but always coming up with new things. So if that means man's always, but God's revelations are magnificent in their truth and they're in them is the revealing of, of the Lamb of God. The mystery of the two shall become one. Us becoming one back to God because of the blood of Jesus becoming back to eternal life. Living beings no more. No longer we live on our own, but we live and breathe and have our being in Christ. In Christ we are crucified with Him that we have to live the new life as we walk in the shadow of uh, death. We shall fear no evil. So read the, read the Psalms and everything. Read Psalms 91. Oh my God, there you go. Is that not for the end times or not? So what are you going to do? Let's start preaching that instead of preaching, oh my God, you know, whatever's common now. You know, it's this and that and this and that. And then half of it's devils producing people because they know Christians are buying it all and becoming fearful. Fear only one that has the power of eternal life. Satan does not have any power over eternal life. God has the last word. He has the victory. And we have our crowns. Do not, the Bible also says in Revelation, do not let any man take your crown. Do not let those that want to preach from the knowledge of good and evil take your crown. Do not let your name be blotted out of the land's wicked life because of fear, but have faith in Him and give our life for a ransom. That's what Jesus said. If you love your life, you'll lose it. But if you need to, if you... Lose your life, you'll save it. He's talking about the life of depending on the fear. Eat from the tree of life. Forgive your trust as your heavenly Father will forgive you. Father, we just thank you for this word. Father, we ask you that we feast on your word, your truth, your face, no matter how much darkness comes. What is darkness? Does anybody know what darkness is? That's right. The absence of light. So if you're getting invaded by darkness, turn on the light. Turn on the light. Span the flame inside of you then. Put the light on in you. 
Because if you start eating from the wrong tree, you'll be living in darkness. And then you'll be wanting to put fig leaves on, thinking you have to cover yourself, and God's no longer your covering. So, Father, we seal this word by the blood of Jesus. We ask that everyone that's... We're not saying once in a while something interesting comes on and we have to share it because we're, we know we're not figuring out what's going on and what time it is. But it's meditating. It's continuous. It's making big posts and writing all about what the devil's doing. No. Write what Jesus did, what He's doing, and the power in you. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Not the, the spirit of the age in us with... Uh, the fear of the end times. Different. Father, we seal it, and we thank you for it, God, and we preach to ourselves, we preach, Father, to whatever, but we ask you, Father, that we continue in you, and if any fear tries to come around us, or in us, or, or we start to eat it, Father, we, we know that you died for us, and by your blood, not by works that any man should boast, but by you, on the cross, and our believing in you, repenting for our sins, that we will have eternal life. And our life is no longer on how much more will you protect us that you would protect yourself. The Bible says Christ cannot deny himself. So if we're one with Christ, we won the battle. So we thank you. We won the war. We, won, we have the victory. Start prophesying the victory and 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 that's what we need to do in Jesus name amen, amen.